What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh, psalmsandservice.com the holler, slash the holler program and she also has a Facebook page you guys I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description you can go check her out Clarice if you're listening to this podcast today thank you for everything that you're doing in your community you are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing and I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice thank you so much for serving our community in this way what is up my wonderful friends this is ashley with daily encouragement by the time you guys hear this episode it is going to be may 5th it is a brand new month i'm really excited about this you guys it is time for a revelation revamp you guys if you're new to the podcast revelation revamp is a little series that i do where I share the biggest revelations that I had the year prior. So I'm going to be going over some of the biggest revelations, understandings, learnings that I had in 2020, starting with January all the way down to December. So today I'm going to be sharing with you guys the biggest learnings, insights that I had in January of 2020 in hopes of inspiring you guys in your life to also, um, you know, get, get those lessons, right? get those learnings, get those inspirations, get those transformational truths in your life so you can make progress. You know, I don't know anybody in this world who doesn't want to make progress in their life and get from one place to another, right? I mean, everybody has places in their life where they feel stuck. And the only way that we're going to get unstuck and make progress is to be able to, you know, look at our lives and what do we need. And so I'm sharing with you guys today some of the really uh, transitional truths that I was definitely going through in 2020 in hopes of inspiring you guys and encouraging you and, uh, just sharing this with you so you can reflect on your own life. So before we get into it, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. This is going to be kind of a heavy episode. This was heavy for me in January. Um, it's funny as I was reading this, I was, I was almost having, having compassion for myself. Like, wow, Ashley, you've been through a lot. Do you guys give yourself that, that type of compassion? You know, do you guys, are you guys keeping record of, you know, what's going on in your life? Do you guys take time to write things down? Do you spend time with the Lord? I really, really encourage you to do that because when you go back and you look at where you were a year ago, you will see so much growth and you will appreciate yourself in some levels that you probably have overlooked yourself, you know, and the things that you've been through. I'm the type of person where I'm like, oh, let's just keep moving forward. I'm not very good at always looking back. I do want to make progress, but... A lot of times I don't always have a lot of patience with myself 
and understanding. And probably that's the reason why some people think I don't have a lot of patience with them, right? Because I don't have a lot of patience with myself. You can only give what you are to yourself in that way. But anyway, before we, we're not going to get into that, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. And let's talk about the biggest revelation I had in January, 2020. So let's pray and then I'll, I'll share it with you guys. Uh, Lord Jesus, Lord, I just thank you that you are with us every single day. And I thank you, Lord, that we have the ability to self-reflect. We can look back on our lives and where we were and how, and we can see how far you've taken us, Lord. Thank you, God, for carrying us through things, Lord, that we never thought we could get through, you know, through the griefs we've experienced and the losses and then the changes that we've undergone, the new habits, the new ideas, the new ways of thinking, Lord, that, you know, all of us have to go through, Lord. I thank you that you are with us in the process and that you give us the tools, you give us the grace, you give us the love, you give us everything that we need, Lord, to become the people that you've created us to be, Lord, to rule and subdue this earth, to take ownership of our lives, to produce, to create, to um, really have full authority in our lives and full control. So I thank you for that, Father. I pray that you'll guide and direct this conversation. I pray that I can inspire and encourage people, Lord, in their lives to reflect and take some um, steps in their life, God, for the growth that they want to have and the maturity and the progress and the freedom and all these wonderful things that we have in you, Lord. So I, I just thank you for this day. Please guide and direct this conversation, Lord, and just pray all these things in your holy name. So the biggest revelation that I had in January 2020 was, drumroll please. Okay, I can't do it. Accept what you cannot change. That was a very difficult season for me. And I don't know if I've shared with you, I don't know if I've shared with you guys too much on the podcast. I think probably more on my YouTube channel. But I had went through a very uh, heavy time of grief last year. I had had a relationship that we had grown apart. And I had started to see that. And I finally had to get enough courage to confront it for my sake and probably for hers too, you know. Um, she'd been my friend for a really long time and, you know, I'd known her, you know, well, from my perspective, I'd known her, right? I mean, she probably thinks I didn't really know her that well in that way, you know, but from what I saw in relationship with her, she would stick around with people that hurt her and she never confronted them and she, it was almost out of obligation, you know, so she was loyal to loyalty a fault in the way of she was loyal to you even if um there was dynamics that needed to be addressed you know in the relationship and we never really we never had any conflict or anything the whole time I knew her and you know as I as I started going on my own journey in terms of the healing that I needed to have once I had that fallout with the church and you guys be sure to check out my YouTube channel I'm going to be doing a live on there kind of discussing my journey with the church and, and what happened with that whole thing but at the end of that i needed to go through a, a journey of healing and she was with me you know um the lord definitely used her a lot um she was a big support you know really great listener um you know and she was just she was there for me you know we had a lot of fun together um you know she she's she's a very fun person to hang around with and uh, i definitely miss her and at the same time you know at the rate that things were changing for me it was so rapid and I, I couldn't even wrap my head around it how fast things were moving for me in my life because not only 
was I on this healing journey and God was changing me in a way, but he was also putting ideas in my head that I never considered, like moving out of the state. So there was a lot of changes that were going on for me at the time that was sort of overwhelming, like in a good way, but I just didn't give myself a lot of time to process everything. Cause like I said, things were moving so fast. And so I finally decided to discuss with her just some of the things that I saw that was changing in our relationship. You know, um, because I thought it was important for me at the time, you know, to, to communicate what I needed. I hadn't really done that so much in relationships. Um, I was also like her in a lot of ways where, you know, you're, you just stay faithful to people, right? You don't, you know, you don't leave them. Even if, even if there is hurtful dynamics in a relationship, even if there's things that they're doing that are hurting you, you know, you stay faithful, right? And that's what we learned in the church too. So anyway, you guys. I finally decided to talk to her about it and you know we both became aware of the gap that was happening between us and so we both started acknowledging it and you know she was you know actually for the first time you know talking to me about some things that was bothering her and you know we just made a decision at that point that you know we were gonna go separate ways and that was so difficult and i didn't know how difficult it was until i moved and i got to where i was and about eight months later where it was like the reality hit me and i had to, it was like i went through like another grieving process so anyway one of the biggest things i learned from that right except you can't change was number one people are not permanent in your life that was really really difficult for me because I, I want to take everybody with me, you know, but that's not reality. <laughs> the reality is everybody is on their own journey. Everybody has to make their own decisions. Everybody has different needs, different relationships have different functions. And we'll definitely get into that, you guys. But one thing it did show me is, yes, people are not permanent, but it also highlighted some relationships that are, you know, like marriage, husband-wife relationship. That is one relationship you're going to take to the grave, right? And as well as your relationship with the Lord, you know, th those are, those are definite relationships. Now we can't, huh, how can I say this? I'm sure some people are, have, were married or have been married, got divorced and, and they can, they can say, well, that's not true. Well, there's different contexts and different things that go on, but looking at the intention of marriage and what God created it for, God designed marriage to be something that you take to the grave. So that, that is the ultimate standard right now whether how someone chooses to behave or habits or whatever that's that's a whole nother conversation i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about you know the truth is marriage was designed for us to have a partner with to take with us until the end right somebody that's going to be with us through every season right when we think about that that does represent what the lord does for us but i want to share a couple notes with you guys and then i got to move on so the only relationship earthly right that god has given us is marriage you know, so then I was praying that time that God would just help me to focus on my marriage because not only am I going through changes, you know, that were just so rapid. I knew that even with my husband, I had to bring him on board as well too. Like, babe, you know, are you, are you ready for what's happening with me right now? Because there's a lot of things that are going on with me and you know, are you still with me? Right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, as you know, going back on track and saying, okay, are we going to continue to grow together? Right? Like we're not going to grow apart, right? We're going to grow together on this thing. And so that was a, that was where my focus went, you know, it was like, okay, well, what can I control? I can, I can, I cannot accept the fact that my friend and I 
decided that we needed to go separate ways because of the gap that was between us. Like it was visible to both of us. We both saw it and willingly walking away from that. You know, I couldn't control that. She couldn't control that, you know? Um, and so I had to accept it and she had to accept it. And I could, I couldn't do anything with that, but I could control, well, what can I do in my relationship, you know, with my, with my husband? All right. Number two, you know, accepting what you can't change. So no, knowing the function of your relationships. So how does that fit into accepting what you can't change? Well, we can't change other people, right? You can't change how they're going to be to you. Okay. But you have to know what you need so you can know what kind of people you need to have in your life. Okay. Think of relationships as like the human body. Okay. Just like the body of Christ. There's different parts and they all have different jobs, different functions. Okay. They have a different role to play in your life and it's your job to figure that out. What, this is why it's so important to know what you need in your life and then being able to, you know, discern the kind of relationships you need in your life so you can get what you need in your life. Do you get what I'm saying? So know the function of your relationships that you have. And, uh, you know, you guys, I wasn't always aware of this. Not at all. Not until, gosh, I would say even just maybe three or four years ago, I never paid attention to the role that people played in my life. They were just there and I would do things because I wanted them in my life, but I never paid attention to like how they were responding to what I needed. You know, like I would babysit for people in hopes of me being able to connect with the ones that I was babysitting for more and more. You know what I mean? Like I would do things for people to get what I need, but I never communicated what I needed for them. Not, I mean, not like at the get, not until, you know, a couple years ago when I finally started realizing these things. But in my mind, I, I was operating as if people were mind readers. Like they knew what I needed. Okay, if I do this thing, they're gonna give me this. And I never communicated that expectation. I never told them what I needed because I was, I, I, I was afraid to, I was afraid to be rejected. And I never really was that um, upfront in relationships that way. It was almost like I would learn, I learned to read people and I would give them what they need without communicating it. And then, you know, then that would create frustration in me because they're not mind readers. They don't know what I need. They're not responding in the way I think they should be. And then I would find myself frustrated about it. So, you know, I had to really start asking myself, what do I need? And am I willing to communicate that in this relationship? You know, is it mutual in that way? All right. Number three, know yourself. This kind of just ties in with number with the first one or the one I just said, right? If you don't know your needs, then you may give people a place in your life that cannot fit that role. Okay. You know, I love people. Um, I, I like to get to know them. And at the same time, you know, and, and that's good, right? That's how we create bonds with people. You know, it's a foundational thing for lasting relationships. All right. However, I wasn't always really good at discerning that. Okay. Um, if people weren't being open with me, right. I never really saw that as a problem. I was just like, well, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I need to do this. So I based my behavior off of how they were responding to me, even though, but I never asked the question. I never confronted it. You know, I never confronted the, the, um, you know, me noticing that they were walled off or anything like that. I just figured, well, if I become more open, maybe that will open them up. 
you know? So I was, I would like put myself in very vulnerable situations where I would talk about all kinds of things. It was almost like you're stripping in front of somebody and they're looking at you like, what are you doing? And you're like, yeah, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Like they're not reciprocating in that type of way, right? In, in, in terms of intimacy and knowing somebody, if they're not showing themselves to you while you're showing yourself to them, that's awkward, <laughs> right? So, you know, learning how to pay attention to that, you know, and ask questions. So I got some questions that you guys can ask yourself. Am I expecting more out of this relationship than what is than what it's truly deemed for? Do I understand the role that they are playing in my life? You know, how ask how did I meet them? What what what's the relational dynamics? What is keeping this person in your life? Are you overlooking present information that's vital to the function? Right? I mean, sometimes do you blind yourself to the truth because you're hoping that okay, well maybe if I just do this like you can change the truth even though you're not communicating it to the other person or being upfront about it? Right? Relationships usually fail because we don't take inventory on both sides, right? You know? And then here's another thing you guys can ask yourself. Is this relationship mutual? Are you both pulling in, putting in as much as you can? Is it equal? Equally, are you equally yoked, right? Are, are you both investing the same amount of time and energy? All right, here's another one I got for you guys. Accepting reality without judgment. Have you guys ever had to do that? Like me and my friend, we had to accept the reality that we were growing apart. And then I had to realize I could not judge her for that and I couldn't judge myself. Because do you know how it was so heartbreaking to realize that I had known her for 10 years and now I have to look at the reality of, and, and she knows that we're both, I know we're both growing apart, She's realizing we're growing apart. I think she knew it too. It just takes courage to talk about things like this because I had already, you know, told her that I had a fear of people abandoning me or rejecting me. So maybe she thought she was protecting me by not saying anything and vice versa. You know, like I didn't want to hurt her either because I know that she had put up with so much from other people and it was like, well, I don't want to put this on her too. You know, so anyway, being able to accept the reality and not making any other conclusions about her or even myself. Realizing, being comfortable with the growth between us and not thinking that I'm bad or she's bad, right? It, it was, it's just a, a process of life, you know? I remember thinking that, wow, you know, are, are we hooked up here, you know, pulling a load, but am I, am I dragging her along, you know, like where she's getting all raspberried and just beat up and I'm not even paying attention? to like how my life is impacting her in that way, you know, in terms of the things that I'm doing and the things that she's doing and even at different rates. So can you accept reality without judgment, without making conclusions about yourself or the other person and not being negative, but just accepting that they have their way of thinking and doing things. I have my way of thinking and doing things and I need to do what I need to do for me. You know, I needed to go to her and talk to her about the distance that I was experiencing in the relationship for myself. Because number one, I'd never done that before. And I felt like it was an important piece as far as having a healthy relationship. You know, because there ain't no better way to test a relationship than things like that that come up. You know, and I, I, I 
anyone who has enough courage to bring that stuff up, it's like, wow, that's amazing. You know, um, I, I never learned to function like that in relationships before because of my fear of being abandoned or left or whatever, you know, and I, I've shared with you guys about that experience on the podcast too, but you know, just accepting reality without judgment, looking at what decision do you need to make, you know, that's going to get you towards your goal. For me, my goal was, I want to be more authentic in relationships. I want to be more transparent. I want to be more honest, you know, and I want to, you know, I want to communicate that. And so I needed to say that to her so I can live by my values in that way, you know, especially in relationships. If I'm going to have a connection with somebody in my relationships, I want there to be transparency, authenticity, honesty, vulnerability. And that was a way of me practicing that in a relationship. So that was important to me because I was, I want to grow in those things. All right. So let's talk about another thing. Oh, here was another big one that I just remembered. And this was very humbling and it's something that I'm still working on, but I want to share it with you guys. And that, that is listening without judgment. Have you ever listened to somebody talk? And then you automatically start to put your own conclusions and assumptions in there based off your ways of thinking instead of listening to what they're saying, right? Detaching yourself emotionally, not being reactive, right? And then asking questions and understanding where they're coming from. That takes a lot of maturity and it takes a lot of patience. You know, it takes a lot of patience to sit there and listen to somebody talk about what's going on with them or what they need right? And not interpreting what they need through your lens of life, because what you need and how you go about that is going to be different than the person you're speaking with and being able to have enough control and and patience to listen and then ask questions, right? And being inquisitive in that way, right? And be curious about somebody and not judging them, right? Again, what's judgment? Making a conclusion, a final judgment, a final conclusion and not having all the evidence, at times, right? You know, especially in relationships with people, you know, and if you're gonna be in a close relationship with somebody, you need to be able to um, remove your judgments and realize that you can't judge a situation based upon your information of a person, but off their information, right? That's why it's important to ask, you know, but can you listen without judgment? And, you know, that was one thing that, um, I was asking the Lord to help me to do because we were going to meet up at one point and I was really, really nervous about it because we had never, the whole time I'd known her, sat down and actually confronted each other in that type of way. Um, and so I was really nervous to do it. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what is she going to tell me about myself? Am I really ready to hear it? You know, do I have enough courage to listen to somebody point out the things that I've done that have hurt them? you know, in that way. And I was terrified of the conversation. Well, the, unfortunately the conversation never happened. You know, um, she wasn't ready for it. And God knows that I wasn't probably ready for it either in that way. But, you know, um, why did I just bring that up? You guys, my little daughter just walked in here. Sorry. I just got distracted. I'm going to pause really, really quick. You guys see what she needs and I'll be right back. What is up, you guys? I am back. My little daughter was like, Mom, I want some breakfast. I was like, all right, let's go get you some breakfast real quick. She just woke up. So where was I? I was talking about accepting reality without judgment. Oh, accepting, listening without judgment. 
um, and just being really good about that. Um, I had no, I have not always been really good about that, you guys. Um, there was times where I would be listening to like my husband or even different other other relationships as well, and I would get very defensive at times. Um, you know, because I realized that I had always been in the habit of not communicating my needs. And so when maybe they would communicate with their needs or communicate things they were frustrated about, I would just be, I would be so upset and realizing that it wasn't because I, was, I wasn't being upfront in that way. I wasn't being honest about what I needed. And so when anybody would confront me, you know, in that way, I would just, you know, I wasn't very good about that. I would get very defensive and kind of like uh, get a little walled, walls would come up. So, um, one more, one more, you guys, um, and that is rules of engagement. This is important in relationships, you know, have a strategy in your relationship to questions, assumptions, and accusations, okay? If we are to take every thought captive, right? Isn't that what the Lord talks about? So, if you're going to be in a relationship with anybody, have a way of you know, excuse me, demolishing the arguments and assumptions. Okay. So sometimes what's an argument, right? I wrote that down. It's a statement fact intended to support or establish a point of view. Sometimes your point of view is not always right. Most of the time we operate from our own points of view and we don't give space for other people's point of views that are just as valid as ours. All right. Now here's the thing. If you don't take time to validate your own point of view and what you need, you're going to struggle to, 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 what's the word? To validate other people's point of views because you're always going to feel walked on. But why do, why do I got to validate what you say? You never pay attention to me. Well, because you don't put yourself out there to tell them what you need. You've never tested the relationship to find out if it's capable to handle what you need. Right? So we can't blame somebody for the, for what we're not doing in terms of taking autopsies on our relationships. You guys ever do that? Man, I had to do that when this I had this fallout with, with my friend, you know? I had to take an autopsy and say, whoa, what caused the death of this thing? Well, how was I being and behaving? What were some of the red flags? You know, what were some of the things that I wasn't paying attention to that I should have? You know, how was I behaving, right? You know, so, and if you're not doing that, what do you expect? So, you, do you guys have rules of engagement in your relationships? You know, do you have, meaning, do you have a strategy to question assumptions and accusations? Because the only thing that's ever going to kill a relationship is an argument or an accusation. Arguments are good as long as you're open to look at it from another point of view and not always defend your own. Because sometimes the way you see something is not reality because you don't have all the information. A lot of times, I've talked to you guys about this before, we respond to our perception and not reality in itself. You know, you ever had that conflict in a relationship with your spouse? You guys are having, you guys are talking about something and then all of a sudden they say something and then you take it the wrong way and you kind of go on this tangent and they're like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, and then you're like, and then you say what you think and they're like, that's not what I meant. Do you trust that person enough to establish what they meant instead of you assuming what you think they mean? That takes maturity. That takes patience. That takes humility right? For you not to like be God in other people's lives that way. You guys, I've done that. Thinking that I know, being assumptuous and that kind of thing. That kind of fit in with the caretaking ways, the codependency. You know, like I feel like it made me, in order to maintain my peace, and I shared with you guys, I learned that as a kid. 
You know, I when my mom told me I can't talk to people anymore about what I need at the schools because of the abuse that was going on or else there was gonna be bigger consequences. I was like, wow, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about this anymore. I'm gonna focus on what my mom needs so that way it doesn't um, get me in a worse situation. So I learned to micromanage people in that way and figure out what they need and try to like run their lives in a way so I could have peace. I didn't learn how to, once, once that happened with me and my mom, a part of me got frozen in time as far as communicating what I needed. So over the years, the Lord's been like thawing that out and, and that coming out more and being more assertive in that way in my relationships. Hey, this is what I need. I don't want this. I want this. I don't want this. You know, I need this from you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just being more upfront, you know? So, um, you know, are you guys able to, you know, have something in place in your relationships to question the assumptions and accusations? Because again, that's the only thing that's going to kill, make or break a relationship. And, um, you know, and, and that's the thing too, you guys, there's going to be times where no matter how much you establish your point of view in terms of, okay, how, what do I mean? Like where you're coming from and what you need and not everyone's going to respond to that. And that's an indicator in itself. Are people willing, the people in your life, you know, are they willing to, you know, give you what you need in that way? Do they respect your boundaries? Do they take time to listen and understand? If not, well, that's kind of a, that's a red flag in itself. That relationship is not going to be healthy for you. And you need to, you know, accept that, Hey, you know what? This relationship isn't going to work and I'm going to move on. You know, that's how relationships are. They're, they're, they're both give on each side. What do you need? And are they able to fulfill that need that you have? Whatever that need is. All right. So that is all I have for you guys today. I'm trying to think if there was anything else I wanted to bring up. I was thinking about something after I left the kitchen from porn cereal. I was like, I wanted to talk about that, but I don't remember what it was. So I guess that's it, you guys. So anyway, thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast. I know it was a really, really, really long one, but I think it's so important. Can you guys accept what you cannot change? Can you accept the fact that you cannot change other people by you thinking that if I just do this or that, that I'll get what I want without communicating that to them? You know, if, when you think about it, you guys, that's a form of manipulation. When you don't state your clear intentions with somebody and what you need and want, and you think by behaving a certain way and trying to like get around being upfront it is going to work, that's manipulation. You guys, I've done that before with people too. Like I told you, I remember babysitting for some family members because the truth was I wanted to see them more. I wanted to spend time with them. So I figured, okay, cool. If I watch the kids, then naturally, like we're going to see each other and want to hang out more. That never happened. You know, and it took me like a year to finally just be like, hey, you know, um, I wasn't honest with you guys. I just wasn't wanting to see you guys, you know, and, and they were honest that, hey, you know, we just don't have time. You know, and I and I had to be like, okay, then I had to crucify that expectation, you know, and and realize that I don't want to manipulate them because I'm not being upfront about what I need, thinking that okay, if I watch the kids, then they're gonna want to hang out with me more. It never worked out that way, and I would find myself so frustrated, and then I felt used because I wasn't telling them what I needed, you know. And think about that—that's the only thing you need to do. Think about all the work you try to put in to try to get someone else to change to what you would be better for you when all you got to do is tell people what you need and let that be the refiner's fire. Let that do the work itself. 
Think about all the hassle you can cut out of your life just by just by telling people what you need in a relationship. Like there's no at that point there's no more chameleon, there's no more bending over backwards, there's no more manipulation on your side. Like how do I need to how what do I need to say? How do I need to act? How do I need to behave? No more like robotic things going on with you when you're just kind of upfront. Like this is what I need, and if they can't meet that need, that's okay. You accept it. Except you can't change that. That person can't give you what you need. You can't change that by how you behave. That's on their side of the equation and accepting that, right? So anyway, you guys, hope you got some value out of this podcast today. Um, I was pretty excited about it. I'm hoping, I was thinking about this, that maybe like in the summertime when I'm actually on break with the kids, maybe I could do like one month where, um, you know, I do like a daily um, podcast again. You know, I think that'd be kind of fun. Um, so I don't know. I haven't really figured it out yet. You guys, we are at the tail end of our school year. We've got all, I guess if this is May, then we have to the end of this month. So we've got a month left or so. And so, um, I'll, you know, I'll make that decision after we're done. But anyway, you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Please continue to share it. Write me some reviews on any of the platforms. You guys listen to it, continue to download it. You guys share it with your friends. If this podcast is giving you any kind of value, that's how you guys can help me out. It's just by sharing it, you know, and, 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 you know, of letting other people know that this information is out there because I didn't know any of this, especially as a Christian. Um, we never talked about any of this in the church. It was seen as like worldly and blah, 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 blah. I don't even know how to put it, you guys, but, um, you know, it, it was not discussed in the church at all. And so that's the whole point of me doing this is there's freedom out there, you guys. And God has a bunch of it for us. Buckets, pictures of freedom out there for us to consume, you guys. So I'm hoping that's what this podcast is doing for you guys, giving you some more freedom perspective in your life. So anyway, thank you for listening. Have an awesome rest of the day, and I will see you next time.